Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. Glad you're with us as always. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, uh, this is uh, one of those days where uh, I usually write a few things down. As you can see, I have sure. a blank, blank sheet of paper. Before we get started, I did something yesterday that I would normally not do. Sometimes you're just in the mood and, and uh, you know, you get the mail. And how many days out of the year that you get the mail? Is there some dopey uh, letter from some insurance agent? within a hundred miles of you from state farm or uh, we do yeah. you how much you paying for your we can pay blah, 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 and you never look at it. and uh, uh so I, I opened one yesterday and it had a number on it and yeah. you know they know who you are where you live they can look it up and they know how much um your house is worth so it's, it's on there and the number this is a about half of what I'm paying for homeowner's insurance. I go, Hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. I got, I got nothing to do. We're done with the podcast for the, for the day. And I'm, I'm sitting, sitting around and I said, I'll, I'll, I'll give this person a call. And, uh, I, I call and the woman on the other end of the phone, it's like, I'm talking to Jennifer Coolidge. Okay. The actress, yeah, you know, I'm yeah. talking about a little yeah, crazy, did. A little funny. She's in the Christopher Guest yeah. movies mainly. Yeah. 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 But, but, but she's, she's fine. But, but uh, the most important thing when I make a call like this or when I'm talking is that they're laughing at my comedy. If they're not, if they're not with me, I, I can't do business with them. And, and she's all in, but, but it's, it's about the information. Anyway, uh, we, we, we run through the, the numbers and, and of course she slips in the next, phase which is of course you you have to bundle uh, that's the best way to do it you get the most discount so the next thing you know after about uh, over 10 years with another insurance company hey can i name the company brit is it okay is it all right will, no, will we please. get in trouble if i name it no the, the lawsuits that we're under right now are just like so they're they're, <laughs> they're killing me right now i don't want to add another one okay no no we we we've been with uh amica Amica for many, many years. Very good. Great service. Claims that needed to be just, just excellent. But another thing I learned from our friend Clark is they love the fact that you are just happy with your insurance because over time you pay more. You're happy with it. What's the difference? (laughs) Okay. So, Apples to apples, everything is now cut in half. Okay, nice. homeowners insurance half the price. Jeez, car insurance not half, but twenty five percent less. Nice umbrella policy, forty percent less. So if some kid slips okay. on your steps and breaks his back, that's a, that's what your umbrella policy covers, like that's something like that. Hey, well, yeah, if you if you sue me and or my wife. Yeah, for a substantial amount of money for for something. Yeah, yeah, we're we're covered. It's it, these aren't expensive policies. And, and, you know, you you should have one if you're in how any kind you, of position. Did, well, how did you do it though? But, how did you, you? You need. We need the the details. <laughs> there's no details. It's simple. It's simple. You if you're talking to some if you if you're a person of good standing like I am, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, high credit score, 
uh, no accidents, <laughs> all that stuff. You're good. You just call and, him and you say, I would like to pay half of what I'm paying now, please. Well, I didn't say that, but but the, the come on on the sheet looked half. And, and you know what? In the end, it was even less than that number on the sheet. Same insurance, same deductible, same everything. And I went from one A, Amica, to another one. You may have heard of them. They're the good hands people. I don't want to say the name of the company. Yeah, that's tough. I don't know. How would I, I'm going to see if I can decipher that. Right, 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 right. And and I, I guess the, the bottom line, and I'm not telling anybody else to, to do this, but I am telling you, if you have been just hanging out with one company, and as you know, the most, the only thing Americans care about are car insurance, their cell phone plan, and the kind of car they drive. And beer. That's isn't isn't that the whole country based on well, what we used what to care we about see? beers. We're much more of a hard seltzer nation. Hard right? seltzer, also yeah, right, 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 seltzer right. nation. Right. Anyway, so anyway, th- that's the point. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was pretty painless. It really was painless and and uh, very professional. And and uh, and off we go. And um, it's just uh, you know you never answer these. There've been hundreds, thousands of those little letters over the year. You just toss them out, and you ignore. And I said to I said to Jane, I said Jane, if if Liberty Mutual called me up and said we will pay you to have our car insurance, I would decline it because of the commercials. Would okay, you, and you should tell them. I, that. I, I would, you should tell them. You should absolutely tell them that. Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm not dealing with them, but I'm just saying you, that. You should, that would be great if somebody called me. Would you switch Liberty? I would, but your commercials are so fucking stupid, and they bother me so much. I would never consider your product. I would love it if somebody would actually do that. That would be the greatest well, thing in the history of the world. Well, but you, you got to know. I mean, they've been doing this campaign for what eight years, Google. ten years, Google. with the little ta- with a little tag jingle at the end that's irritating. Yes, uh, and and so clearly it works. It gets into your head, and, and we know the only thing about advertising. Do they remember the name? Do they remember what the product was? It isn't if you like the commercial or not. It's just okay. And so they're going by that. They're, they're clearly irritating. And by the way, on the on the list of commercials about insurance that you see all the time, the Allstate commercials are not that irritating. Plus, That's they fine. put up new ones all the time. They yeah. don't run the same one. So I give them points for that. If, if the, that's guy, um, the guy yeah. that's in the Allstate commercials who plays Mayhem, he was on the yeah. Tony Rock show when he played right. Dennis, and he was like the erstwhile boyfriend right. of Tina Fey's character. And he's funny. Yeah. He's very, very funny. I would just say, if you're going to have an ex-wife, make sure that her dad was in the military so you get that USAA insurance. That's my life goal for any of you. If you do have that, that and you marry into the USAA insurance, and then eventually when you when you get divorced, it follows you hey, for the rest of your work, life. Hey, that works for you. You stick with it. But no matter what you think, no matter what you think, even if you think you have some kind of military, if you've been with them for 10 years, yeah, yeah, yeah. make the call. It's yeah. not what you think. It I just, just, it just uh, isn't what you think. Okay? I just re-upped with them too because I got the car and I bought. Yeah, I financed finance the car. Doesn't matter. to the car. So yeah, I should I should go and try I to mean, impress you know these what? Guys. Yeah, that 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 means nothing. You know, yeah. I, I mean, you could have renewed everything three weeks ago and you could change tomorrow. Yeah, it doesn't to go, matter. It doesn't matter. Stuff. All right, so that's uh, that's that's my thing. So do you? You haven't lost any uh, of whatever respect you have left for me because I did that. Are you? 
No, no, there's there's like a lot of that's on the list of things that make me lose respect for you. That's like 177th. So you're like, yeah, you're you're way far down on there. Okay. You're good to go. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Uh, w- would you like to start with uh, the 11 point Republican plan to save America? Oh, of course I would. Which could possibly be. It could possibly be the the worst thing ever written. Yet at the same time, we are cowed by the stupidity of Republican voters and fringe voters across the country to fall for anything. Yeah. It does not matter how unsubstantial it is. It doesn't matter how racist, how much it attacks the very people that it's trying to a- attract. Mm-hmm. It does not matter. It, it, it is irrelevant. Sometimes this shit works, but we're going to we're going to operate from our little bubble here and say that if a Democrat running for any office at any level can't grab onto this and get a little bit of mileage out of it, maybe a lot of mileage out of it, because the ideas are so ridiculously antediluvian um, against the interests of, of just about everybody uh, raise, <laughs> raising taxes. The whole thing. I, I like this one. Here's one. In this plan, and and this isn't really a plan, I guess. It's just a it's a statement. It's a it is a festivus of Republican grievances, right? It's everything. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Men are men, women are women, and unborn babies are babies. We believe in science. Men and women are biologically different. Male and female, he created them. Capital H he. Modern technology has confirmed that abortion takes a human life. Facts are facts. The earth is round. The sun is hot. There are two genders. Abortion stops a beating heart. And Donald Trump is guilty. And you- oh, I'm sorry. That's not in there. No, <laughs> it's, it's, added not, that. it's not in there at all. Right. To say otherwise is to deny science. There's one. There, there's just one. This is when uh, Republicans figure that science is a good thing when they, they lie and say that a fetal heartbeat begins three seconds after conception, right? This is science to them. Uh, a 12-year limit on employment for all federal employees, except in the case of national security, which would cost so much money if you had to keep firing people and retraining other people yeah. For jobs for right. which they have gained ex- the stupidity of that one, monumental. And of course, move most government agencies out of Washington and into the real world. Sell off all non-essential government assets, buildings, land. And the IRS, the dreaded IRS, would get an even more draconian 50% cut in funding and workforce, which what Brit, what story has been in front of us now? about the IRS for six months, a year, two years, one. They don't have enough workers. They can't no. process the shit. People no. are still waiting for refunds from last year's tax season, right? right? There are millions sitting there. But the Republican plan is to fire half of the people who already can't do the work of the 100. So it just thing after thing after thing, just like this. And by the way, this is my favorite. 
all federal legislation will go out of business, sunset, they call it, in five years. And uh, if you think about that, what does that mean? Does that mean Social Security? Gone. Medicare? Gone. Civil Rights Act? Gone. Americans with Disabilities Act? Gone. They've been along around a lot longer than, than five. I mean, th- this is all just crazy. It's crazy shit. Right? So this is just shit that, that want Rick Scott kind of, he sketched out while he was taking a shit or something? Is that, is that what I this don't know. is? I don't know. I mean, it's brilliantly aspirational, Britt. It's brilliantly aspirational. Well, well don't you feel like, and, and, and people have gotten this, but the people who listen to us and watch us, they know this stuff. The the contract for America, the 1994 midterms. This yeah. was the antidote for Bill Clinton and Newt Gingrich came up with it. It was a, like a 10-point plan. It right. published it in TV Guide, which was right. the number one publication in America. And the Republicans rode that to massive victories right. during right. the 1994 and, and, midterms, right? And, 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 and of the 10 things on there, how many of those 10 were ever... I don't think one. I don't think any of them. It was it was bullshit. No, it was it was all bullshit. Was all, but they they were able to win. I I thought when Youngkin was elected in Virginia, they had something bullshit called the Parental Bill of Rights. And I thought, well, they're going to seize on that. That's going to be the Republican thing, and it's not going to mean anything. But they can go ahead and rub that in people's faces, and that's what they'll ride to victory in twenty twenty two. And apparently, Rick Scott again, was having a fantastic bowel movement or something and sketched out this stuff. And now, as you point out, and as somebody pointed out, I think in Newsweek, it's just a fever dream of bullshit. Yeah. It's just a fever dream of like a wish list. He's, it, it's unreal, the stuff that he's come up with in this thing, including, by the way, naming the wall after Trump. There's there's one of the ideas that he has in his uh, American rescue plan or whatever the hell they're calling this thing. Well, well, I didn't know about that. I really like that. Yeah. That's a real good one. I, Name I'm, the I'm all after Trump. That's that's going to help out most Americans and really help pay the mortgage and help with the right. gas prices. Right. It uh, takes aim at critical race theory, proposes a ban on the government asking Americans, listen closely, the God. government will not be allowed to ask Americans anything at all about, about their race or ethnicity, presumably including the census. In other words, we don't want to know. We don't want to know who's here and what is here and why we're here and how we got here. It's very important because, uh, as usual, if you circle around the other way, you get some moron fuckface Republican going, we shouldn't judge people on the color of their skin, just the content of their character. That's what Martin Luther King said. And I'm for Martin Luther King. And the Democrats aren't for Martin Luther, right? The, the, it's as if Martin Luther King only said two things ever in his, about, what is it, about a 25-year almost public career, 20-year public career. The only thing he said was, I have a dream, and people should be judged not on the color of their skin, but on the content of the character. He had nothing to say about anything else. Did you know that, Britt? Are you aware of that? Ever since he was killed in 1968, I've seen the Republican Party morph him from a communist into a Republican. (laughs) Well, wait a minute. Now that's the same thing. (laughs) Check check it out. Check check it it out. As it turns out, the Republicans have morphed into communists. It's so strange. It's the oddest thing. I mean, who's the, who, who are the Putin people? They're yeah, Republicans. They are. Wait, I, wait a minute. The Putin people. <gasps> I like it. It's got the uh, the stupid alliteration. Yeah, that's going to be the performers at the next halftime show, not brought to you by Pepsi. The Putin people. That, that's what you're going to see next year at the Super Bowl. 
Putin people. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, anyway, there's there's just there's more of that. You can you can find it and and read about it. And it's it's one of those things that um, it's 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 a gift. It's a gift to Democrats. It's it's like Mitt Romney's forty seven percent. It's like that kind of comment. Yeah, but this is a lot bigger. This is a lot more explicit and wide ranging and uh, included in there. And this is an old Republican uh, war horse that's been you know, reformulated for today's youngsters, which is that I think they say 60 percent of people. I don't know what the number that's in there. It's high. It's, it's over half of people do not pay federal income tax mm -hmm. and everyone in America should have some skin in the game. And that, cause it's just not fair for skin and rich people, rich people to be paying all the income tax. Okay. What's the, the punchline? There's the a punch lot of rich people, is, there's a lot of punt rich the, people that pay zero income tax and they have you're pushing the, the balance of the scale even further down. Just hold off on that. Wait a minute. Yeah. You're right. But wait, wait, wait. But the, the 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 point of this is to, of course, attack everyone who is in the position, and a lot of people are, that first of all, the, the payroll tax that comes out of your paycheck where you're not explicitly paying federal income tax, you know, the Social Security and Medicare tax, that's higher for a lot of people than whatever their income tax liability is or would be. So they're already paying that tax. And we know all the other kind of taxes that that uh, people of lesser incomes pay. And so the party that purports to know what to do to make America fair and great and equitable again and bring us back to our roots, they believe, if you believe this list, that the, the, the real problem is we need to increase taxes on the poorest people, and of course, cut taxes for upper income people so that they will go out and create more and more jobs that, by the way, aren't being filled and can't be filled that we have too many openings anyway for, but that's a sidelight. Uh, but but just think about it. If Democrats ever proposed that the, the uh, bottom 50% of the country needs to pay more taxes, okay, the Republicans would scream at them. They'd scream class warfare, right? They'd, they'd scream class warfare. But this is class. This is true class warfare. And as always, in the Republican version of class warfare, the upper classes always win. They get the tax cuts, and the people in the middle and the bottom get screwed. Now, the, the narrative and, that's been fed to the American people by the Republican Party is if you're very successful in this country and you make some money and you create jobs, then you're just at the mercy of the IRS and they just kill you with taxes. That's the narrative that they built over a number of years. We're firing half the IRS. Don't worry about it. No problem. You're, just, you're at their mercy and you have to pay all of these taxes and they always ignore that very wealthy people can afford armies of attorneys and accountants that help them not pay any fucking taxes. Well, Poor people can't. Poor people I can't, can't afford attorneys and, and accountants I, that I'm help sorry, them right, avoid paying. I cannot think of anybody that you're describing like that that <laughs> might have been president of the United States <laughs> that was paying hardly any, in fact, 
was getting money back from the, the tax pool year after. I can't think of one person Where's that fits that description. He's got a lot of skin to put in the game. Because it was orange that? skin. Nobody wanted it. But Nobody that, wanted orange skin in the game. But some of that fat ass skin in the game. That, that, this yeah. is the narrative. And by the way, there, there's been a, a segment of America that's bought into that. They've been, oh my God, it's like so awful. When you get rich, they just kill you with taxes. And then, Well, see, this is what I think. I think you can try to run the same program too many times. You know, there's a reason. You remember in the early days uh, of HBO, which is, you know, it's a long time ago, 40, 45 years ago. I think they they have their 50th birthday for real coming By up. By the way, there's a, there's a James Andrew Miller book about it. It's called Tenderbox. You should really check it out. It's very good. It's about HBO. You're, you're always making me feel stupid with your intellectual <laughs> bookie. I read this. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Wonk, just stop it. Just stop it. I get I get all my information from Twitter and I'm happy with it. That's all you on. need. Twitter, TikTok, I'm good. Right, right. Uh I have no idea what I was just saying. Oh, it's, 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 it's about HBO. Remember the beginning of HBO? They only had about 12 movies. That's correct. And it would they were all the same what you see the I particularly Beastmaster, Beastmaster and Porkies. Wait, right, but I remember the movie that was always on HBO was Running Brave with Robbie Benson. Yes, correct. Okay. Yes, Running, Native American the, the, who makes it big in the running. Yes. <laughs> right, which, which, by the way, isn't that like blackface? Isn't that him? That's, a, that's Indian face. The early days of the uh, David Letterman, of Late Night with David Letterman, he would do the HBO pair. Please, please let it be Beastmaster. Please let me be master. That was that was like a running gag on the day. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. And it was so, anyway, the point. So, and the Republican Party has brought back these same warmed over, horrible class warfare against the underclass but over and over and over again. As long as we've lived, well, it it works, but it, then it doesn't work because this is this is where uh, we have this is where we have just a fundamental difference. I, you you seem to have a little bit more faith in the American people getting tired of this shit and seeing through it than I do. I, I don't because it just keeps working and they keep buying into it. And it's really poor people that keep buying into it. And they're the ones that usually get their asses kicked by Republican policies. They got their asses kicked by Trump's policies, which well, gave ta- you know, rich people way more money and way well, more but, tax break. And they, and they never figure it out ever. But when you look at what happened, in uh, 2016 through 2018 through through 2020 and you see the drift you see the drift away from democrats uh certainly i'll say on the margins but it's not too marginal of groups of people which again it's unfortunate and it's wrong to to say all of this group is this way all group is that way but um but groups of people who traditionally were were heavily Democratic voters are drifting away from the Democrats. They're losing minority voters who are black, who are Latino, who are Asian. And when you start to add that up, it gets very difficult for for Democrats in some areas if they're if they're going to hold on. And then you have to ask, why is that happening? Why is that happening? Why are Republican and we'll pretend for a second they have ideas, okay? But it's not about ideas, Britt. It's about emotion mm-hmm. and 
how do I feel? And are these people understanding me and my life? And if I'm a, uh, and I'll, I'll pick the, uh, the stereotype of the day. Uh, if I'm an Asian American family, and uh, of course, we work really, really hard. That's our family tradition. That's mm -hmm. how we are when we come to the United States. And that's why we outwork you and we outperform you. Mm -hmm. And uh, it could be people from from uh, from China or from from Korea or in the case, it, it could be from uh, South Central Asia. It could be people from from India. And by the way, of course, a guy who was wearing a turban, his family must have originally come from India. He's as American as you and I are, but he's wearing the turban. That's who won the College Jeopardy tournament oh. yesterday. Good for him. So just like in the spelling bees, okay, <laughs> it never stops. And, and I people, love that. I'm not saying I'm not against that. I love that. It's, these, it's, are people that are buying, these are people that are buying into the Republican plans? Well, more are. Yeah. More are because they think and, and um, the Republicans are still the party of opportunity of business. Well, of low pulling taxes. yourself up. Uh, right. They're not thinking about I don't think people think that much about taxes. Right. They, they're just not. Well, there's a uh, lot of but there's still there's still the, the uh, I would say even among white people, some I might be related to. There's the idea that if you if you vote for Republican, you are voting for keep, keep your taxes lower to lower your taxes. <laughs> Right. I think that's sure. a segment of America still believes that uh, that if you're voting for Democrats, you're necessarily voting for higher taxes. Now, again, the facts really don't bear any of that out, but it doesn't matter. They've won well, that war psychically. Right. But just, just remember what the completely disingenuous argument was that helped start the Tea Party helped ignite it and help fuel it against Obamacare, which was if Obamacare passes, your taxes are going up. Everybody's taxes are going up. And even worse, the real goal of Obamacare as the beginning of what their plan is, is to get rid of private health insurance. And do you know what would happen if there was no private health insurance? People would get your better taxes and healthier in this country. <laughs> No, your taxes oh. would go up. And oh. by the way, and, and then you just stop the argument. You stop the discussion right there. You're not allowed to then say, oh, by the way, yes, if your taxes go up $3,000 a year, but you don't pay 8000 in insurance premiums, are you okay with your taxes going up? A normal person would say, of course, but they don't even include that in there. That's just, it's not possible to put in that. So the Republicans who are very good at, at half-truths and stopping uh, a, a point before the the real information is get, and it works. You're right. I'm not. I'm not uh, here to say, oh, you can't fool the American people. What the fuck? Who said that? I didn't say <laughs> that. Don't put, don't tell me that I'm that guy. I'm not it that. Guy. Like of course, the American people can be fooled. You know what? A fucking envelope can come into your mailbox. Next thing you know, you're on the phone with some moron trying to rip you off on health insurance and car insurance and homeowner. That's not me. That's somebody else. I, uh, uh, maybe Lincoln was wrong. You can fool some of the people all the time or all of the people all the time. That's the way. Wasn't that Mark Twain? 
Uh, I think it was. I thought it was yeah. Lincoln. Was it Lincoln? Not, I thought it was Lincoln. Anyway, they, they, I and I can't find the story now, but there were these Democratic strategists that came up with this plan. You may have read the story about what the Democrats need to do, and they said, "Don't be afraid to wade into the social issues." Somehow, Democrats kind of take the Republican bait that everything is economic, which it's not. And they also, what you just said, they think of in terms of um, Hispanic policies, certain yeah, in, ter- in terms of Hispanics and other groups as being monolithic. And they're not that that needs to be a change of course for the Democratic Party, which doesn't seem to have much of a game plan going into the midterms because they're just there's no the Democratic strategy, as I can see right now. And and sometimes it's articulated by by other folks is eh, just pray for gas to go to maybe 250 by uh, August. And that seems to be like if we can get gas down to 250, we might have a shot. Other than that, we're pretty much fucked. We're, that, that's it's just going to be it's well, going to be all over. Uh, I I hate to think you're right, but for the most part, you are. <laughs> um, but but the idea that America engages in a serious examination of uh, economic and foreign policy every four years or every two years. Oh. Oh, and picks its government is ridiculous. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. And I guess exhibit A on the most broad example of it is Trump winning in 2016. Yeah. He didn't win because of his policy. He won on emotion. He won on 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 being an asshole. He yeah. he won on make America great again. Uh I'll I'll I'll, I'll cut your taxes and I'll I'll, I'll stop the brown people from invading okay it's kind of a simple message and and there's hillary clinton right with uh every every week it was a it was a new idea and a a position paper and a this and a that and she was back on her and it's not a sexist statement her heels Mm -hmm. uh, uh a lot of the time and so as a result of course she only got more votes than trump but because of our <laughs> fucked up system, but not in the right places. She got them in all right. the wrong places. Right, right. Because because your vote really doesn't count as much in California. Did you see that? Did as you it watch does the, in Wyoming. We know that. Did we you watch the that. NBA All Star Game at all on Sunday? About a minute of it. They have, about a minute. Did you see the fucked up system that they had? In that that one almost makes as much sense. Oh, as what, what, what you mean? Oh, wait. I know. I do know what, what when you're talking about like the. At the beginning of each quarter, they start at zero, right? You start over, and then in the fourth yeah, quarter, you're going stupid. to 163, in the fr- and it's not timed. It's like somebody went, you know, the Electoral College is pretty fucked up. Let's do something even worse than that. Well, okay. you're right. That, that was the, the sports version of the Electoral College. It would be as if in, in football, um, at the beginning of the second half, the score is 0-0 zero, zero again. Yeah. Okay? And, and – uh, and they did this on, on the stupid college Jeopardy last night because it was an hour long. It was two games, okay? okay. Same three people for a half hour, then the, the same three people for another half hour, and they're going to add up the scores from both games, okay? And uh, at the end of the first game, the uh, the Indian kid in the turban had gotten $32,000, and the next person had like seven, okay? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. essentially you knew – it was over. There was no yeah. way someone, those the same three people, that someone was going to narrow the gap in the second game. But they come back at 30 minutes past the hour to start the second game, and the scores are zero, 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 zero. But you know, and they say, we're going to add up collectively what your scores are. So they wait until, you know, like 28 after the hour to then add that first. And But you knew who won. You knew what was going on there. 
that's like the NBA All-Star. It's just stop it. It's it's the beginning and the end. And uh, and by the way, that's like Trump was running the NBA All-Star game. He's got this idea. Any points scored after the first 30 minutes. Doesn't count. come in after the first 30 minutes, they don't count. Doesn't count. Okay. Yeah. They rigged it. It was stolen you, from us. Did you see uh, Don Jr. got sued? Oh, that's unfortunate. No, I haven't seen this story. He, uh, Alexander Vinman. Alexander Vinman is uh, suing his ass because okay. you remember all the things that were said about him. Yes, and they, you know, they essentially ran him out of the government. Um, so I think he's suing Don Jr. and and Giuliani and and the usual suspects. I don't know whether he's going to win. I hope he does. I hope all these lawsuits like that are are winners for for. Uh, for Vinman, because he seems like a pretty good guy. Seems says, like a guy who really was willing to put. He was willing to put it all on the line. Yes, he was. And and, and, and speak the truth. That, we don't. Uh, it says former Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vinman has filed lawsuit against Don Jr. Rudolph Giuliani and former White House Deputy Chief of Staff Dan Scavino. Oh, okay, that White guy. House, he's a creep. Former Trump White House official Giuliani alleging they engaged in a conspiracy of witness intimidation against him over his testimony. Well, that's going to be a tough one to prove. Won't it? <laughs> I mean, they're going to have to go with something crazy like public statements on that one. Well, you know, <laughs> that's going to be really the, difficult. The the, uh, the decision on on Tuesday in Georgia in the uh, the yeah. Aubrey case, where it was thought that it's and it's I, uh, as we learned yesterday after the verdict, this is the first time anyone has been convicted of a hate crime ever in Georgia. Yeah. It took all this time. Uh, uh, up until now, everything was was cool in Georgia. Finally, there, there was one hate crime. They managed to find it. No, um, uh, it's it's very hard. The bar is high to prove that someone had a racist intent when they committed a crime. But because and I, I you know, this is true. It's not anything new because people like to use their phones to record things and they like to send messages to each other and send emails to each other and go on Instagram and document their crimes. It now is much easier to prove racist intent. If I send you 25 text messages with the N word in it, I might be a racist. Okay. I just might be. Hang on, let me let me be your attorney. Wait a minute, Richard Pryor used that word, and what about the yeah. rap group Public Enemy? What about I? Yep. <laughs> yeah, but Richard Pryor didn't use it in a text message. Okay, he said uh, it on stage. Your okay. Honor, Your Honor, I would like to present it to evidence uh, the entire album "In <laughs> uh, Words for Life" by N.W.A. We're just gonna play it in the courtroom. See, that's not gonna yeah. work. That's not gonna work. Yeah, and, and and it 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 didn't work. No, it didn't. Uh, and and so in the case of. Uh, Don Jr. and and, and Giuliani and uh, Dan uh, Slabino getting <laughs> getting sued there by Colonel Vinman. In, in another time, we might say, well, it's it's just impossible. But everything that these people either said or texted or wrote about them is already in the public record. So it isn't something happened to Vinman, and he thinks it's because. Behind the scenes, Don Jr. greased the skids and ruined his career. It's not quite that way anymore. So I think someone like him does have a much better chance um, to to win this kind of a suit. And you know the damages could be oh, huge because we're talking 
Yeah. This is why they, we'll find out how much money this family truly has. Talking about the Trump. No, family, we won't. No, we won't. We'll never find that. They out. need. They need to. This needs to be settled because they got a little something in these trials called discovery. And in discovery, if you have good lawyers, and I'm sure Lieutenant Colonel Vinman's going to have some pretty damn good lawyers, uh, discovery will ruin them. They can go in fifty fucking different directions and pull hey. in shit you never thought. And it'll be fantastic. Speaking speaking of Trump lawsuits. Uh, I was listening to a podcast this morning from uh, the uh, site and the, the publication called The Bulwark. You're familiar yes. with it? Yes, of course. And uh, it was Charlie Sykes, former right-wing talk show host from Milwaukee, 20 years. And then he got run out just like uh, uh, Liz Cheney and Adam. K he got run out of being a Republican and he lost his radio career at that point five years ago because he 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 called out trump for being the bullshit artist that he was right anyway he's had a great career since then right he writes he's a commentator i think on msnbc and he's one of the founders of this this site the bulwark done very well i, I mean i like him a lot i really yeah, really like he's, him. he's very he's smart, smart. Yeah, good writer and he he had a conversation with Tim O'Brien. And, you know, Tim O'Brien is one of the editors of uh, Bloomberg News now. He was a writer for the New York Times, and he's uh, most famous, if anything, for getting sued by Donald Trump. Right. Because he's the guy that wrote the article many years ago that said that Donald Trump isn't worth anything close to what he says in public. Trump is lying about his net worth. So Trump loses his mind, sues uh, Tim O'Brien, who at that time was working for the New York Times, which tends to have a pretty good group of lawyers ready to jump in yeah. uh, on your side on the First Amendment. And O'Brien says that that uh, Trump had this group of total loser hacks of course. and they got torn apart. He says they the lawyers got torn apart. You've seen the video of Trump's deposition where he just loses his shit. He can't handle it. So that's the famous case. So if if uh, a lawsuit like what you're talking about with Vinman oh my God. doesn't get doesn't get settled out of court, there you go again. You know, like father, like son. If you think that Don Jr. Uh, could be, you know, and you don't get to take the Fifth Amendment, okay? You don't oh. get to take the Fifth Amendment in in discovery. I don't think it's because it's not a trial. Right. You can depose it's, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You can you can pretend to not to remember, but then you're going to be called on it later. Part of the right. reason that this asshole that the Trump family is being deposed in this New York uh, uh, case right now is because his his lawyers would make certain statements to the court. He would put out one of those press releases completely contradicting what they just said in court filings. And so the the law, the the judge goes, wait a minute, you're going to have to they're going to have to testify because the stuff that you just said in this court filing, your asshole uh, client who won't follow your directions well, just just contradicted you. Right. And uh, in, in the case of uh, Trump Jr. getting deposed in this lawsuit or okay. Trump himself in a few weeks having to sit in front of uh, the attorney general of the state of New York, Letitia James in that particular proceeding, which has now been uh, signed off on by, there's there's nowhere left for Trump to really appeal this to, I don't think, maybe the Supreme Court, I don't know, but it's gonna happen. Uh, the O'Brien version of what is going to happen is, even if Trump were to go into one of these hearings with the full intent of citing the Fifth Amendment over and over and over again, he says, Trump 
cannot hold that position. He's too arrogant. He is too sure of himself. And he's going to try to tell you the facts as he knows them. And how dare you ask this of him? So you can't coach him up. There's no, there's no turn. Right. Well, there's again, no right. Of course. And again, far be it from me to question the qualifications of somebody who went to Widener College for their law degree. But she's not going to be able to coach him up, get him to follow the script. She won't be able to do it. It's not possible. Here's a uh, the latest. By the way, we'll finish up with Madison Cawthorn, the congressman from uh, Western North Carolina. There's, of course, we've talked about the case to keep him off the ballot based on. Uh, the, that 19th century law saying, if you you've kind of go to war against the United States, you probably should not be uh, fit to run for office. He told Tucker Carlson earlier this week, Brad, that uh, I saw this. Close. I saw the segment. I saw it. Oh, God. Pretty close myself. to keeping him off of the ballot. This might work. Now, part of me says this is just a fundraising tool for him. Part of me is like he's trying to get people just to write him checks and shit like that. I, that's I always part that's of true. it. That's always part of it. You can never discount that. But uh, remember, so when he goes on, a show on Fox, particularly with Tucker Carlson, uh, everything you think you know about the real facts of what's going on gets turned on its head. Mm-hmm. And the uh, accusers are the guilty party here. Yes. And in this case, it's a uh, quote unquote liberal activists. And uh, also it's the five member uh, board. It's not the board of elections. It's, it's, a, it's a five person group that will mm-hmm. make the ultimate decision. And, their take, Tucker Carlson and Madison, is that this is a complete perversion of constitutional rights, that that uh, this is a hearing with with no recourse. It's unfair. Who set these people up to keep me off the ballot? And of course, the uh, quick answer is, if you read Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, that's the little clause that was written after the Civil War, saying that a person who has um, tried to overthrow the government of the United States shall be ineligible for any right. office. And that's a broad uh, paraphrase of what the that part of the amendment says. But that's what, you know, they're going off of. And, you know, there's, of course, again, that video of Madison Cawthorn up there uh, at the, the Trump rally before they went down and trashed the Capitol a few hours later, and he's up there stoking it. He is stoking it hard, and that's not the only example of him inciting uh, an insurrection against the government of the United States, for which he is so, so eager to continue to serve, okay? Uh, and and by the way, I saw a piece a few moments ago saying, and, and I, I think this is also not helpful to his cause, there are so many people in whatever district he's going to uh, think he's going to run in, because I'm not quite sure whether that's settled yet. Although there was a there was a decision that we're talking to you Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday morning, where the uh, Supreme Court of North Carolina uh, has accepted the North Carolina State House and North Carolina State Senate maps that are gerrymandered up the ass by Republicans. They they altered them just enough. The court said okay to that, but they told the Republicans to, in the words of Logan Roy, "Fuck off." Okay, we're not going to let you put this one. And the the courts had an outside group of experts draw up more fair districts, and the court is going to impose that. And that is the one. That is the map. If you see it that has where we live, 
in Guilford County, North Carolina. We are all one district, as it should wow. be. Wow, no. Right. You but and I should state. have different. You and I should have different Congress people. Yeah, we should. We should. Agree. Yeah, because you live on the east side of, of yeah. the the district, and I'm here yeah. on the northwest side. I know it's not fair. Culturally, we should I'm be so, separated. Yeah, culturally, but. I'm in a way different area. We got different currency. Right. I mean, there's a whole thing. I think Putin's going to come in here and peacekeep any second now over here. You guys are fine. 